0: Stone gets the puck after the drop, Petrangelo shoots, save, and a rebound, score! Chandler Stevenson finds the puck in the slot, pocks the rebound, and the Knights are back in the lead, 3-2.
1: to Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios, and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Without it,
2: oh, and a tip puck and a shot, they score! Michael Abadio,
1: the Knights win it in overtime,
2: 5-4 Vegas! A double overtime victory for the Golden Knights.
1: This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace.
3: Welcome in, Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace hanging out inside the Underground Lounge at the Oyo Hotel and Casino. Darren Millard, Chris Chapman back inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215. Home of the... Woo!
1: Where do
2: I start?
0: We're just over 24 hours away from the kickoff to the 2023 NHL Conference Finals with the Eastern Series starting in Raleigh between the Carolina Hurricanes and the Florida Panthers. And then on Friday... We will get at it at T-Mobile Arena when the Vegas Golden Knights and the Dallas Stars meet again. And uh, this is the second time in a couple of years that the Stars and the Vegas Golden Knights will meet. We know the tie-in between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Dallas Stars going back to year number one and kicking off the franchise and being in the uh, National Hockey League regular season. And, of course, there's the Pete DeBoer factor, which you can't uh, ignore. It's the third time. Uh, that they will uh, go against uh, or with Pete DeBoer. Like, they they faced him in San Jose. Uh, He was with Vegas, and now he's with the Dallas Stars. So there's this long lineage and history between the head coach of the opposition and the Vegas Golden Knights. And we also will get into the flipper, the high flipper, uh, which is, uh, I had a chance to talk to a couple of defensemen about it today, Uh, just some fun talk uh, about how the Dallas Stars like to flip it out and put pressure on the defense and how the Vegas defensemen... We'll handle it. Uh, some really cool comments uh, coming up there, and we'll also uh, hopefully hear from a Vegas Golden tonight defenseman uh, at some point over the next two hours as we look ahead. Starting to starting to get that feeling uh, about the, the the series, and a little bit more meat digested uh, when it comes to what we're going to expect in this collision between the two teams and that space in front of the net. Mm-hmm. It's well regarded from the Vegas Golden Knights. That's where they go, and Bruce Cassidy loves to talk about getting to the inside. It's going to be imperative for Vegas to keep Dallas away from uh, garnering any type of foothold in that area, whether it's close to the net or up top where Joe Pavelski likes to do his uh, tip in. So uh, that inner slot area is going to be very
3: influential on this series. Yeah, I think it's going to be the, the story of the series, whichever team is able to get to, to that area with, with more consistency, um, more tenacity, whatever kind of word you want to put on there. If you get to the inside, I think that's where you're going to find success in scoring goals in, the, in this series and, you know, for the Golden Knights and, and specifically when it comes to defending Joe Pavelski, that's what makes it so difficult because he can do some damage a little bit further away from the net, and, and that's something that you're going to have to plan and game plan for.
0: It's going to be a, a much different series. I think, don't think there's going to be uh, the rush chances, although both teams can skate. Uh, yeah. Vegas, we know, uh, loves opportunities off the rush. Uh, Pete uh, DeBoer is going to know that. He's going to try and combat it as much as possible. And uh, for uh, Dallas, uh, keeping them uh, really uh to the outer areas. And, and out of the outer areas, they don't mind possession. Vegas doesn't mind possession out there you, all day long. But when you start throwing those pucks to the net and uh, the tip opportunities, that's where it becomes a little more dangerous. So uh, the, the longer shots uh, are elevated in their potential damage when somebody is in front of the net that can actually tip it home and has the ability to tip it home. And uh, the first uh, game, game and a half, is, is going to be uh, an adjustment period for the Vegas Golden Knights in stopping somebody like Joe Pavelski. And on the Dallas Stars side of it, uh, I think you're going to uh, watch an adjustment on their side from uh, expecting a team that loves to rush to a team that gets the puck to the net and goes hard after it, Uh, whether you want to talk about uh, Alec Martinez uh, and and what he was able to do, uh, leading to to, uh, Jonathan Marcheseau's uh, goal in in the second period, one of his three goals in the second period, uh, to Chandler Stevenson, who's been good in in that area. I I think that's going to be uh, an area that Vegas could potentially take advantage of and surprise Dallas, because as much as you see things on, on the tape, it 's when you 're in the in the heat of the battle where that game one, because' there 's no secrets in this series with yeah. all the information available from the two coaching staffs, and yet game one is still going to be a process
3: yeah it, it, sure i mean one hundred percent it 's going to be a process, and you know i, I think if if we 've learned anything over the course of the first two series for the Vegas Golden Knights is you know you can you can look at one you look at one game as you know, just kind of a, a learning process, right? You, you want to see what the opposition is throwing at. You want to see what might work, what doesn't work. And as Bruce Cassidy has said quite a bit over the course of the last couple of days, is uh, you can game plan and you can prepare and you can think that you've got everything kind of buttoned up and all your ducks in a row, but until you see what the Dallas Stars can do and, and you experience it and you're in it, and, and until they see what the Golden Knights are able to do, whether it be off the rush or, or in, in finding ways to get to the inside, Making those plays in and around the net—that's uh, where the adjustments really start. That's really where the series starts more more often than not after Game One.
0: Where does Vegas take advantage of Dallas, and where can Dallas take advantage of Vegas? Where's their potential pitfall looming on the on the Dallas Stars side of the offensive attack in this series before the teams? create their adjustments and and try to counter it in game number two
3: so I think for the Dallas Stars like as much as the Golden Knights are kind of okay with possession right like if you've got the offense in your in your zone but you keep them largely to the outside I think that the Golden Knights are okay with that but I think that's kind of what the Dallas Stars want to accomplish so it's going to be kind of a give and take a a yin and a yang a push and a pull as to not allowing too much opportunity for the dallas stars to hold on to pucks tire you out and then find those tip plays i think that's really where the dallas stars are going to hope to put some pressure on the vegas golden knights outside of trying to get you know rupe hints or or some of the 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 burners that that can skate into those situations with your favorite topic the high flipper um Mm -hmm. and and then as far as the golden knights go I, i think that you know, for this team, a lot of what they did well against Winnipeg, and a lot of what they did really well against the Edmonton Oilers, was predicated on the pressure up the ice, the forecheck, creating turnovers, and then getting those pucks to the inside pretty quickly. And I, I think with. You know, with the Dallas Stars, Miro is fantastic, and they've got some puck movers on the back end, but I think if the Golden Knights can ramp up that pressure, they'll, they'll be able to create some turnovers and get to the inside.
0: Zone exits, breakouts, what we used to call it in the old days, uh, will be pivotal on both sides uh, and having control of it. The one thing that Vegas does really well when they're going is moving the puck quickly, no D to D, moving the puck up, to the wingers, if it's Jack, if it's Chandler, if it's Mark Stone, getting that puck moving north-south in a hurry with possession. And if you have to chip it in after that, which most likely you have to do with the time and the space taken uh, away in this type of uh, conference final situation, uh, you have to do it. But you get it into the playmakers' hands and you're able to uh, tried to get a forecheck evaluated uh, and established uh, in this series. The forecheck for both teams uh, is a weapon because they're fast and they're skilled and they can turn the puck over uh, into their own hands and create chances. Uh, Dallas can certainly do it and we've seen firsthand how valuable it can be for Vegas. Uh, Dallas do- doesn't do that as much as, as Vegas. Uh, when When Vegas has trouble with it when they're slower when lanes are taken away and they don't adjust to it uh, that's when you can get yourself into trouble and uh, that will be a key to get the transition operating immediately in in game number one and uh and the other part is experience uh being in this uh, situation uh, dallas and and vegas met a couple of years ago in the bubble yeah. But uh there's there's been some turnover on, on, on both sides. But of the final four, so Florida, Carolina, Dallas, Vegas, Vegas is the most experienced in this situation sure. of being a third round of of a conference final. Uh does that mean something? Yeah. Does it guarantee victory? Absolutely not. But I think that there's Certainly, I'd rather be the most experienced team than the least experienced team. Uh, I would love to be uh, the team that is that is uh, clutching to the uh, biggest motivation. Is that Vegas because they missed the playoffs last year? Is that Vegas because they've been close to reaching the Stanley Cup final uh, a few times? Uh, and this would be the third since getting there in, in year number one. I use that uh, and think of that as motivation. Bruce Cassidy thinks of that uh, if he was a player, uh, as motivation. Uh, doesn't put you over the, the the hump, but being here, being close and then being motivated to finish the job. And I, I loved what and you'll hear from Bruce Cassidy now we're number two. but this was a, this was a great uh, examination of the situation today from the head coach of the Vegas Golden Knights into the final four the conference finals mm-hmm. said it's about the big prize now
3: yeah
0: and I and I paused as, as I was listening to him like well, isn't it always uh, about the big prize Didn't say that to Bruce because I didn't want to interrupt him. <laughs> I don't interrupt you uh, and Chapman but uh, but I, I let him finish and and got what he was saying in the regular season you're just trying to get to the playoffs and you then you want to finish as high as you can. And your goal is to win the Stanley Cup. Make no mistake about it. It is always on your mind, unless you're a team that is is just diving through a disastrous or inconsistent season, and you're just you're trying to squeeze in. Florida was like that. They weren't thinking about the Stanley Cup uh, midway through the year. Uh, but Vegas has always been. But the goal was was get in mm-hmm. and finish it. Uh, and finish as high as you can. Then the first round, you you want to get through that. You are trying to win the Stanley Cup. You want to win the Stanley Cup. You know they they give they put a game puck. Every player of the game after a win for the Vegas Golden Knights with the wig and the sunglasses puts a puck into the placeholder, and it counts up to sixteen, and they put that puck in there. So in game in round one, it's one puck, two puck, three puck, four. You are you are counting towards the the Stanley Cup. But you're not necessarily focused on that. Mm-hmm. You're, you're trying to get through. Get, give yourself a chance. See what everybody else is going to do, but give yourself a chance. Round two, that was get past Edmonton. It wasn't about winning the Stanley Cup in the second round. With all due respect to Lord Stanley's mug. I had a producer one time that said, never call it a mug it's the Stanley Cup. It's prestigious. Oh it deserves the respect. I'm my like, God! Oh, drank out of it. It was a mug. It was fine. I sipped out of it. Um this is good. But this is good uh, but I'm like, I'm not too worried about yeah, poking I mean, the bear. Let's let's just <laughs> let's just call it what it is. It's a mug. Slay so a so over you here. you got. You're tr- you you're just they trying to get the dragon and now it's just a matter of uh of cooking up some some supper. You're just trying to get through Edmonton because you're looking around going Boston lost. Yep. Tampa lost. Who else is going to be the next team? The New York Rangers were thought to be in contention. They lost. If we get through this, there might be a path, but you're not thinking about the Stanley Cup because you're thinking We just got to get through here. If we can get through here, there's big chances. So they get through there. Now, as Bruce said today, it's about the big prize. You're halfway. You can allow yourself, and you should permit it to motivate you, not distract you, but motivate you. Mm -hmm. You're within reach of playing for the Stanley Cup. You're four wins away from competing for Lord Stanley's mug. Yeah. And I... and you're right there. So now when Bruce said that it became crystal clear. Mm-hmm. Now against the Dallas Stars in the conference final in the West, it's officially about the big prize. You can't win it, but you're close enough to put yourself In a position to play for it
3: i yeah i'm right there with bruce i I think that 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 makes a ton of sense right because it's all about incremental goals all about those those little things those mile markers that you have to hit along the way and i I feel like when you're able to get yourself into a conference final you can see the light at the end of the tunnel so to speak you can have those goals kind of come into focus a little bit more and understand that every single shift that you take, every period that you play, every game that you have is one step closer should you should you play to your, to your ability. So I think the, the bringing the Stanley Cup into the focus at this point in time, especially for a team in the Golden Knights that has been to a cup final before, that has been to now four conference finals in six seasons, You want to win that Stanley Cup. You've been here. It's worked out at times. It hasn't worked out other times, but you don't want to go through this as as feeling like it's a missed opportunity. It's there in front of you, and you've got to use that as motivation.
0: Because you felt the pain of missed opportunity. 2020 in the bubble. You were rolling. Franchise record playoff winning streak to start that postseason. Six in a row. Got through it. You beat Chicago. You beat Vancouver. You came up against surprising Dallas. And the journey ended. You watched what happened. Maybe you don't beat Tampa. Maybe you do beat Tampa. But you didn't give yourself the chance to really feel it and see it and know you are playing for it. You got halfway there, and then it stopped. 2021, the big test was Colorado. You got through that. There was a path, and it was thought to be a pretty smooth downhill path with not a lot of curves. That changed by the upstart Montreal Canadiens. You were within reach of pushing for the Stanley Cup. Missed opportunity. Mm -hmm. The players will say the same thing. There's reasons for it. Injuries. Players not being able to be at their best in that series against Montreal but you were right there not to win it but to play for it
3: yeah
0: and then and then take your chances because we all know Florida wasn't supposed to beat Boston Florida wasn't supposed to beat the the Toronto Maple Leafs you can make a case that the New Jersey Devils with their inexperience weren't supposed to beat the the New York Rangers and go on through the the list you didn't give yourself a chance you got close And it slipped through your fingers. That's the motivation. Make sure you give yourself a chance. And this Dallas team is good. Yeah, They're deep. They're a different team than Edmonton. There's similarities. But I don't think I'm breaking news when I say they're deeper or they use their depth a lot more effectively than the the Edmonton Oilers. Not as good top-end talent. Nobody in the league has that. But they're more of a team, and I like their blue line uh, uh, that uh, that they put up and their goaltender. By the way, relatively still inexperienced. Sure, I, I know Jake gets a lot of credit, and he should. <laughs> and he was the heir apparent, and he and he uh, waited for his turn. Mm-hmm. He started the year in the minors uh, uh, last year, like, and he was supposed to be the guy, and through the salary cap and different uh, scenarios, uh, had had to wait his turn. Broke onto the scene last year in the first round of the playoffs and, and was spectacular in Game 7 against Calgary, but lost. The first two rounds here hasn't been as dominant as you would think a Jake Ottinger to be. Mm-hmm. So there, there's some pressure on, on him. And, and Dallas, you could say the, the same thing. They got to the final in, in 2020. And they they lost. They're looking at this as maybe a last gasp for their veteran core, and so there's 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 a lot of similar motivations going on. But for Vegas, this being the fourth time to the third round, mm-hmm. you you got to get there. If you can get there half the times, that's that's pretty darn good. You're, nobody's expecting LeBron James uh, eleven and one sure. uh, in the conference round. But if you can get there half the times, and give yourself a shot at it. And knowing that there's not a Crosby, an Ovechkin, a Kucherov, or a Stamkos waiting for you, <laughs> yeah. there, there's none of those guys. Yeah, with, with there's there's a Kachuk. Yep. There's yeah, Naho. There's 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 those guys, good players. Yeah. But but there's like give yourself a chance, and that that is why it's about the big prize now because there's that path.
3: That the path is is certainly there and, and we spent a, a little bit of time talking about the path you you know you you kind of mentioned jake ottinger and you're right on the money he's been okay right like he's he's had some really really sparkling pristine moments he's had some situations especially against the seattle kraken where you know he he looked pretty average pretty normal now um you still go into this situation. I still think that he's, he's a fantastic goalie and, and it's going to be an interesting series from that perspective. Um, but your point on kind of the Dallas stars getting back there for the second time in three ish years. And you look at kind of where Jamie Ben is at in his career, where Tyler Sagan is at in his career, the players, Joe Pavelski, where he's at in his career, though, I think Joe Pavelski could probably play until he's 50 and be effective. He's, he's just that good. But you know, you have an opportunity. It's the same on the Dallas side as it is on the Vegas side. But I think for the Vegas Golden Knights, um, you know, you look at this situation as this is this is it. This is on the table. This is where we expected to be by when we started all of this six years ago. And I think for the Golden Knights, this is a, a great opportunity in front of them where they're going to have to, as you said, give themselves a chance, understanding that what you're getting out of the East is one of, Florida or Carolina. Very good teams, but not the teams that would strike fear in you the way that, Toronto, uh, the, that Tampa would, or as you mentioned, the Penguins, or, or any other team that's kind of been there and around that dominance for a while.
0: When you, I'm going to ask you to stretch your brain here. Okay. Everybody, you're on the Beltway, stretch your brain.
3: That could be dangerous.
0: Think back to 2020, bubble, middle of summer. It's August 16th, August 17th. And and we're watching these teams go at it, Dallas, Vegas. Mm-hmm. Was Dallas a surprise to get there, or was that an expected arrival, a anticipated Western Conference final or th- third round?
3: Um, no, I I don't think that they were expected to get there. I think that the expectation was that it was Colorado, right? Colorado was the team that was supposed to take on the Golden Knights in that conference final of sorts and and that's what we all kind of figured would happen because of where the colorado avalanche were in their trajectory and you know where the dallas stars had been kind of in the middle of the pack for a long time okay
0: now fast forward this this one's going to be easier okay we're we're two days ago all right do you remember two days ago maybe maybe sometimes those are harder to remember than the old stuff yeah, I agree. Uh, every now and then, I'm like, I can't remember what I had for breakfast, but I can remember uh, my three breast uh, buddies uh, when I was 10. And that's when I had a lot of friends. Uh, I didn't start cutting them down until I was uh, in in my mid-30s. But mm. uh, was Dallas expected to make this 2023 Final Four?
3: I would say based on their season, yeah.
0: Expected? I don't think it's a surprise that they're here but expected at the start of the year I wasn't there I thought that this would be a scrape and claw to get into the playoffs so this this is more on my side a surprise Chapman you're more on my belief that this is a bit of a surprise given where we put the teams at the beginning of the season
2: Yeah I don't think they okay. were they were expected to be right. there um you know obviously there were there was a team in their division that Nobody could have foreseen the injuries that they would have had, and, and nobody could have foreseen them losing to the right. Kraken in, in, in the first round. But this, this, this now,
0: 2020, Vegas gets to the third round in the bubble. Surprise or expected? Expected.
3: Yeah, expected.
0: Kay. This year, three days ago, Vegas qualifies for the Western Conference
2: final. Surprise or expected?
3: Again, based on their season, I think
2: expected. Okay. Now preseason, so, so, I, but, I, I would say it's not expected yeah, from yeah. the preseason. If I have them as the best
0: team in the in the Pacific. So I, You, you I, did. Yes. I, yes. I, I, and, and I stand and by I, that. So the, the 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 point I'm making is they're meeting Dallas for a second time in four years mm-hmm. in the third round.
3: Yeah.
0: Both times Dallas has done some great things to get there, but had to overcome some expectations of limitation. Vegas was well thought of, has been well thought of, and they're back there. You got to you got to find a way through one of these two doors. The first one got slammed shut. Mm-hmm. This one you got to find your way through. Given that they're more of a surprise great team. I love their their group. I love their blue line and and I think that this could arguably be a harder series to win than the Edmonton series, which was razor thing, thing close, even though it went six games. Uh But you're you're the favorites. Like through six years, this is your fourth time and you're meeting this team ag- again, and this isn't meeting Colorado to go to the Stanley Cup final twice. This isn't beating Edmonton or meeting Edmonton twice to go to the Stanley Cup final. This is a team that
3: mm, middle of the roadish. Generally, yes. I I, I had a
0: that's opportunity that's opportunity right there a long way to get there but we just knocked on opportunity's door
3: yeah i mean to a degree yes i think right now if you're looking at it this is this is certainly an opportunity for the golden knights and one that if they 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 don't come away with four wins it's going to feel like a missed opportunity but i also had a bit of a higher expectation for the dallas stars going into this season and based on how they played um then then most so I, I I'm not terribly surprised, and I think that Dallas, based on the team that they have, the players they have, the coach that they brought in, that that I think a better is, team is custom. I, I think it's close. I, I do Ve- I think, Vegas
0: Vegas I, 111 points, 51 wins. Yeah, more consistent, turned season. it on, yes. and and has been really good in the playoffs. Uh, I am offended by the lack of respect that the Vegas Golden Knights have received throughout this postseason. I, 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 I don't, don't understand why people are not chalking this team up as big contender status. They were questioned Who's against Winnipeg. Right they were the, questioned the against media. Edmonton. And and now, right, right now, this should be more lopsided than, than it is. It may not play out that way. But going in... I don't know whether you can play much better than the Golden Knights did in setting a franchise record for points in the regular season and 51 wins and then follow it up by winning the first two rounds in 11 games and bumping the best player in the world out. It surprises me when I'm asked how close is it? Do you think they got a shot? Who's going to win? It shouldn't be that way. And even even listening to the justification, and this is a, a, a wonderful conversation that we're having instead of a debate, mm-hmm. but I, I expected more <sighs> par- propping the, the Golden Knights up than saying it's going to be close.
3: I, I, I'm telling you what I think is going to happen in the series. I, I think it's close. I think both Vegas and Dallas are really, really good. Like if, if you look at if you look at what we have in store for us, do I think the Golden Knights should win the series? Yes, absolutely. Do I look at them as the favorites in this? Do I think that this is a bigger opportunity in front of Vegas than it is maybe for Dallas? Yeah, I do. But it doesn't change the fact that I think that between Vegas and Dallas, it's going to be a close tight series. I just I don't know that that, that that's necessarily a bad thing. I think for the Golden Knights, they have done a phenomenal job all season long Of finding their game and winning they 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 just know how to win now all that to say to a degree so do the Dallas Stars so when you when you go into a seven game series understanding that anything can happen understanding that you know you've you've got all these different variables kind of swirling around in your head I think it's going to be close I I don't think that there's anything wrong with that do I expect Vegas to win yes do I think it's going to be close yeah I do
0: that sounds like hedging your bet. In
3: what way? It
0: sounds like you're hedging your bet.
3: I legitimately, on this program You've been both sides said, of this. No, I haven't. your Darren, bet. Darren, what did I say yesterday? I think the Golden Knights are going to win the series in seven games. I'm not hedging. That's not hedging. But sitting here saying that I think it's going to be close isn't a problem.
0: I think you got to get the shears out because the hedge is growing. Oh, boy. you got to trim the hedge.
3: I'm not going to sit here and let you put words in my mouth.
0: I'm I said the Golden reading Knights, into this. You're, you're reading a, into it. Yeah, you're not actually listening
3: to what it. I'm saying. You're not actually listening to what I'm saying. Do I think the Golden Knights are going to win the series? Yes. Do I think it's going to be a close series? Yes. How is that hedging anything? Legitimately.
0: Seriously, if, if anybody's listening right now and you've gardening experience, we need you. Right now. Uh, we're going to take a break on Fox Sports Las Vegas. This is the VGK Insider, Insider Show. Uh, we've got uh, defensemen hoping to stop by in just a little bit as we come your way on Fox Sports Las Vegas.
1: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM.
0: Here's something cool. Uh, Steve Mayer, he's the grand poobah of content with the National Hockey League. He's also my boss uh, on the Chirp Podcast. My ultimate boss is Gary Bettman, but uh, but Steve Mayer and I have done a lot of things from draft lotteries to NHL awards, uh, uh, all kinds of uh, cool projects. Uh, but Steve uh, does all-star games. He comes up with those crazy cool events, uh, a skill competition. Uh, so he runs the content. He did the Tahoe game. That was one of his great ideas. Broke his leg there, too. Uh, and, and had what? to have it reset. Yeah. And he went through the whole day, the first day, and then got it set and came back the next day on crutches. Uh, so so Steve Mayer, uh, Grand Poobah of Production and uh, and Entertainment uh, for the National Hockey League, he is going to join us on Friday, just prior to game number one at the Fortress. He's going to be in town because what they do is they do a tour of all the arenas in the, in the Final Four as a scouting for what's going to happen in the Stanley Cup Final should that team make it. And the National Hockey League takes over. It's it's their show in the Stanley Cup Final. So any like for media, any accreditation, any inns you got locally, da da da, doesn't matter. Uh, it's the National Hockey League show. They tell everybody where the cameras are going to be, where you're going to sit, uh, where the players are, what the players are going to do, all of it. And so he's going to be here on Friday. He'll be, I assume, in Dallas. Uh, for games uh, three or four, and then he'll do the tour of Carolina and and Florida, and have a plan in place for what's going to happen if one of those teams gets to the Stanley Cup final. So I'm curious when when we talk to Steve, well, it'll be uh, interesting. What's going to be different from from six years ago? Like what what do they plan on doing differently to? capitalize on this market and this show and this environment uh do they put different people because there's so many media that usually you have to take away seats unfortunately uh, to fit in the media do they put them in a different spot to to, to create more tickets uh, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun so that's going to be on friday uh just prior to game number one uh, when we broadcast live from t-mobile arena and the fortress uh and that is a 5:30 30 face-off The plaza is going to be operational at 1 o'clock on Friday. So, Ryan, keep that in mind. You can get to work super early on Friday before you do uh, half an hour of the VGK Insider Show and then your pregame show uh, on Fox Sports Las Vegas, and you can get a tattoo. You can maybe uh, get uh, get yeah. your hair trimmed up. You yep. can uh, you can take part in all the activations.
3: Can I, can I dunk you? Is that uh, a thing? That I don't do? think
0: the dunk tank is going to be there on oh, Friday. That's all right. Of, that that's that of, thing that. came together, unbelievable. Uh, but I would let you dunk me. Yeah. With with the temperatures right now, I oh, yeah. love it. Uh, I, I would let. You, I, w- I just wouldn't wear the other team's sweater. <laughs> I wouldn't wear a Dallas sweater, but I, I'd let you dunk me. So very, so if you were you have
2: the option to dunk. A member of the broadcast team, who would it be?
0: Of our broadcast Yes, team. of the so, television broadcast team. So Dan, group. Ashley, yeah, Gary, Dan uh, Shane, Dave, who am I missing? Darren Elliott? Mm. Well, it's not Darren Elliott. No, no. No, he's an Olympian. And I'm guessing I it's not Gary because he,
2: he beat you up.
0: <laughs> no, it's, it's for sure. <laughs> it's absolutely guaranteed. <laughs> to be a Dave Gosher. I knew you were going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see what he would do. I don't think Dave's a roll with the dunk tank type guy. And uh, and I and I wouldn't I would not be throwing the balls. I'm just walking up and I'm going <laughs> to kick that thing, well I'll probably punch it or push it because Potential I don't think I, I don't think I, I don't think I can raise my my leg that high with my hips these days, but I would just push that button that release and watch him Glare at me. You know, like, I used to do that.
2: What? When I was a teenager, what, I worked. Day? I worked on the boardwalk. Like the balls. I was the guy who got dunked. Good. I used to I used to talk it's so fun. much trash. Yeah, it's so
0: much fun. Which is why
2: I don't think Dave would be good because I don't think Dave would, would talk trash. I don't think Dave would would. You need get someone the who would tag you on.
0: I love being in the dunk tank. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, because it's fun.
2: I, I got to talk smack.
0: Yeah, and you get to see, you, you, The key is you got to sit right in the edge because you like when it falls in. Yeah. you don't want to be leaning back. No, and at, hit your, at your at head at on yeah. that thing. No, uh, that that's the you learn that uh, pretty quickly. <laughs> Nobody told me that the first time I did. Well, that's it. good. I'm just <laughs> chirping. I like, like I scrape my back. So uh, that's what I would do. But but there's all these they call them activations in the marketing world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephanie Rogers uh, and uh, Maggie Sweeney were on the VGK today uh, yesterday with me uh, the podcast and we went through all these activations uh, that they're going to be doing. They're all free. you know nice. that? So you yeah. show up you show up at the plaza yeah one o'clock on yep. Friday. Yep. face off just after 5:30. Sure. you can have all the fun in the world and that's that free. now if you want to get a drink, and some beverages, that's that's gonna you have to reach in your pocket for that. But all the fun stuff, all the cool stuff, it's all free. And you get to hang out with your your fellow VGK fans. And important here, there's a growing trend towards wearing gold. All right, Winnipeg's got the whiteout. Yeah. Different different, different teams, uh, Calgary's C of wear gold on, on Friday. So a gold out.
3: Embrace so, the golden uh, age, Challenge. A, a yeah.
0: wave of gold. Embrace the golden age, uh, unite the realm with gold. So if you've got the gold sweater or gold jacket, anything gold, even if you have just you accent it with your sweater, let's get on board with the gold. Because gold in in that arena Mm
3: -hmm. on television, it just pops really cool. So you're going to be wearing gold and you're getting a tattoo on Friday? That's awesome. I, I that and was, the hoodie. And I, the hoodie. That's fantastic. And, 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 and
0: the hoodie, yeah. Uh, I I want to get a tattoo. Uh. I do want to get a tattoo. I just don't know where. Like, that's... Uh, getting what? a tattoo is easy. What? Yes. Right? <laughs> like like Honestly, easy. getting the
2: tattoo... Is no issue deciding I, I, where I, I, yeah, and and yeah. what.
3: Yes. Yeah. So well, you just so, you just pick a spot and you put it there. No, no, it's no. no it See, I it,
2: I, I pictured Darren being the guy who gets a tattoo but hides it someplace where yeah, like, like, like the only the only time anyone that? sees it is if he's like in the pool.
3: I mean, like right. yeah. the, there's the, there's plenty of areas that you can put the tattoo. You wear a suit. I just professionally. I
2: like, don't. You've, know.
3: you've got plenty of real estate there.
0: But do you get a tattoo to hide the tattoo or do you get a tattoo? To show it up. Like, part of me thinks to you, why why would you go through the discomfort, let's just call it that, this slight discomfort of getting a tattoo if you're going to hide it? Yeah. Don't hide it. But then I'm a professional. I'm a broadcast professional. Yeah. I influence a nation. You know where you should do it.
2: You should do it right on your rib cage.
3: Yeah, rib Cause cage. Because
2: that, that one doesn't just, hurt at just all. Just nope. below nope. the armpit. No nerves there. Right, 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 right above, yeah. right between your your neck and your 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 breast would be a good spot. Hey, 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 hey. Like right,
3: right on your wrist is a good spot.
2: too. I've got Darren. one on
0: my. wrist. I was thinking the inner arm. Yeah, that's my was, next one. Uh, I was thinking because uh, I want to see it. Yeah. Like I don't want it on my back because I no, want to be you able to see it. see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's lame. Totally. <laughs> hey, if you got a tattoo in your back, I'm sorry.
2: I'm kind of hoping that chain has a tattoo in his back, just so everybody's aware. But
3: if you've got a tattoo, if you have a tattoo, if you've got a tattoo on your shoulder, oh.
0: there's a good chance you got a, other tattoos too. So you, I, you know I, who
2: had a pretty massive tattoo on their back? Who's that? Alex Tuck. Oh, I, yeah. I don't think you would tell him he was lame. No, but he's, he's probably got other tattoos that he can see. Yeah, but that one—that one's really, really big. I want—I want to be able to see it, <laughs> so it's not lame. So, yeah. so, so
0: I—why would I want to sit there yeah, and look no, in the mirror I, and, think, and hurt I my think, neck? So I'm going. Why, I'm why going do I?
2: Why do I think that? you in the mirror is not something that, inner, that doesn't I, happen? Arm. <laughs> or, I or,
3: think ribcage. Yeah, I'm or I'm with Chad. No, man.
0: no, no. I'm thinking. So when I sit at the desk, host always sits. On camera left, okay, because you read left to right.
2: Now, is that like stage left? In uh,
0: yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, so when you're your camera left is when you're looking uh through the lens of the camera, I'm on the left side, yes. I tend when I've got the panel with me, I would look to uh my left, so my the right side of my face is more seen on camera, right side of my neck. Here's what I'm thinking what about? The lower left side of my neck. <laughs> I can yeah. look straight in the mirror <laughs> yeah. and see it front on. I don't have to do any, any craning. Mm-hmm. I can't see it just to look at it, but it but it's it's visible. What about that? And it would just peek
2: up above, above the neckline the, the shirt on the collar. Suit. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? <sighs> I Okay, I, let's do it. I I think that might be cool. My my general rule is people who get tattoos on their neck or their face can generally beat the crap out of me. So I have. If you do that, that's all you, man. Chapman and I with a fist bump. Yes, we just fist bumped. Wow! I wish people could see that coming together.
0: (laughs) It's all coming together. So uh, send send Ryan Wallace. Uh, Don't don't tweet me because I don't uh, check it. Tag the guy. Uh, you can tag me. Uh, send send Wallace or Chapman, uh, Magnum702 or Ryan the Hockey Guy. Send them uh, a note where I should get the tattoo. Should it be on the leg so I can see it uh, or or inner arm? I, it, don't just go for pain, all right? Because I'm not going to do that.
3: Or do. Or do. Doesn't or matter.
0: or give, me, give me ideas of where I should go. And I, I would get the VGK and I would get something personal uh, along the way, too. So revolt tattoo those guys their their staff is unbelievable I uh, love what they're they're doing but that on, on on Friday one o'clock it's all day and then Sunday get there early in the morning because we got that that traffic thing with Tropicana like, oh. take that right out of the mix take it right out of the mix get there early we did that uh, a couple of weeks ago uh for game five uh, of the Oilers uh, series. And it was awesome. Got there early, grabbed a, a beverage, uh, had some friends, and we just hung out. It was awesome. And there's no stress. And you just walk in and get to your seat and uh, in, in, enjoy that part. And if you want to go to the game, Chap, this is to you. Because you you got people always asking you for tickets. You're always all over me going, hey, do you have any of your tickets available? It's the only
2: time people ever text me. Yeah, yeah.
0: People are all over you. And and you're good. You you do check with me. Yes. You do. Uh, And sometimes I can help you out. Sometimes I can't. But there's returns. So we're into the conference finals now. And every stage that we go along, the National Hockey League has more tickets that they have reserved. And for sponsors and so forth. And then the second round, they have a little bit more. And the third round, it grows. Conference final, uh, visiting team, et cetera. They want to bring uh, people. Uh, And then the Stanley Cup final, the the National Hockey League has a whack of tickets reserved. As those tickets are not used, they're gradually put back into circulation. They're not tickets that are all of a sudden unsold. They're just tickets that are made available because of sponsor uh, uh, exemptions. So the, the the sponsors aren't gonna use them. So check back in with VGK ticketing and, and check it out. All right? That would be uh the best case scenario to try if you want to get into game one or game two, keep checking because those that is always happening. You can get there early and you might be able to go to the game, too. Uh, we got to take a break. We'll set up our number two, Bruce Cassidy, and we're hoping to check in with the VGK dressing room as we roll on on Fox Sports Las Vegas.
1: This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Brian Waller.
0: Got to reach out to my buddy Kevin Woodley, NHL.com, ingoalmag.com, ingle Radio, the podcast. He's the goalie guru he does report cards on the conference finals talking about the four starting goaltenders and the post has just come out evaluating Jake Ottinger and Aiden Hill at nhl.com so really interesting stuff here uh should track him down see if he can come on the uh, the show tomorrow tomorrow's going to be a jam program, by the way. It's NHL uh, Media Day for the Conference Finals. So Kelly McCrimmon will speak over at City National Arena. Uh, Bruce Cassidy will be at the podium. Uh, Players uh, for both teams will be at the podium uh, at City National Arena and at T-Mobile Arena. So a lot going on. We'll bring you all of that sound uh, from the general manager, the architect of the Vegas School of the Knights, uh, coach and uh, some players, uh, as well as uh, is Ruppert joining us tomorrow? Is that going to happen tomorrow? Uh, NHL uh, uh, network analyst uh, Mike Rupp uh, scored a Stanley Cup winning goal back in the day. And that's something that brings uh, a tear to the eye in a good way for uh, Chris Chapman. So Ruppers, always fun uh, to chat with and uh, see what uh, what he thinks about uh, what's going on in this conference final where the northernmost team is the Vegas Golden Knights. Still can't get over that. Uh, just uh, edging out the Carolina Hurricanes based on arena location. Uh, we have a chance to qualify to win tickets to game two. That's coming up in hour number two. But right now, call 702 876 1340. Be caller number five. We will give you two tickets to see the Battlebots Destructathon on June 3rd. It's awesome. One of them, uh, I don't know whether it's the same one, but he breathes fire. Mm-hmm. You can get your robot to do that. Uh, killer Robots in Destructathon with BattleBots on June 3rd. Uh, be caller number, would I say four? Ah, four. Uh, I think I said Sounds four. Sounds right. Seven two eight seven six thirteen forty. Coming up in hour number two, Bruce Cassidy on a couple of guys that weren't on the ice at practice today. We'll get the latest on that and a little more detailed looking towards game one Friday here in Vegas. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Stay with us.